Showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! We're here to fuck shit up. I approach you from the front and kind of like, wow, this dude's pretty serious. With Ad Walsh Disney. Then I walk away and you're like, damn, he likes to party with two R's. At Still Smooth Productions. 60% of the time, it works every time. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I'm going to continue. Don't ever interrupt me again. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. The red light is on, so grab a brew, grip it, rip it, sip it, chill with us and stop thinking, get a little senseless with the Bold Nonsense Podcast. That's where you're at. This is, it's 2-23-18, this is the official episode number two, uh, coming out of the Lost Tape series we did, and hey, red light's on, so we might as well just start going. No world's smartest idiot today. Bailey is out. He's on a little vacay, but I am here with the production side of our crew. It's at Still Smooth. It's our guy Kramer. How you doing, man? Good, man. Doing really good. Feel great. We had a couple snow days this week. A couple snow days. A couple snow days this week. I worked a full day for the first time this whole week, and my God. Fuck me. I don't think I, I, I couldn't even make it through. I could <laughs> not even make it through. Endurance a little down. I worked one day this week yeah. and it almost killed me. No, fuck, just fuck the snow. Yeah. I'm so done with it. No. Yeah. Bring We're up. supposed to have snow tonight too. Well, it's that summertime. Let's, let's, what is it? The uh, Groundhog? Groundhog Day. Go to hell, man. Yeah. Go to hell, Groundhog. Groundhog. This is all your fault. That's witchcraft. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is witchcraft. So, hey, we're going we're gonna to miss our guy, but we should have a lot of fun. Tonight, I mean, yeah. it's it's gonna be a little bit different. Maybe, maybe a little quieter. Maybe some more discussion than you're regularly used to. You a might little, not, a little more intimate. Might not get so much nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> bold takes. A lot like more bold takes, a little less nonsense. Let let's just dive into what uh, what the people can expect today. We're gonna start with we're gonna hit a lot of news. A lot of news, especially football news, uh, some college basketball news. You can probably guess what that's all about. We'll hit some NBA stuff and uh, some golf. We got a great tournament going on right now, and we both love love golf. And do some Tiger talk, because if we're talking golf, we're talking Tiger. Tiger style. Tiger style. Because our buddy is out, because Mike is uh, is on a vacay with, with his lady, we believe. Oh, yeah. Having a good time. Yeah. Uh, it's good for him. Good yeah. for him. But because we're doing that, we're not going to hit fact check roundup. It's too hard. It's too much to put on our guy Kramer to be on the mic doing the talent aspect and keeping track of all that. You know what this means? What's up? I can just spew off random facts and no one can check me. Well, maybe no one can check me. Hey, how about this? Why doesn't the senseless, you the listeners, the senseless, why don't you check us? If you hear something you you think is a little off, tweet us at it. Yeah, call me out. I dare you. I dare you. Always call us out. We love to be called out. I double dog dare. And mostly, if you do call us out, 
we're going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you think something's some a little fishy, you get to us at Twitter at bold underscore nonsense, or you can come at us on Instagram, which is bold period, you know, dot nonsense, something like that. We love to hear your feedback on pretty much anything, whether you love the show or hate the show. If you hate the show, tell us, and then we'll probably rip you next show. Just <laughs> be prepared, but that'll be fun. <laughs> anyway, our first piece of news we wanted to get to, some relevant news. It just came out today, and it's, it's a... Beep, 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 beep. It's a banger. It's it a big is. one. It's a little, it's, it's, it's atomic bomb style. It's a college basketball, the FBI investigation. Schools came out. Players came out. It's a little bit confusing still because it's like first day it came out. We're not exactly sure what the ramifications are going to be, exactly what, what what was done. You know, the details aren't out yet. I can tell you this. This is Don't the first it. snowball of a major avalanche. Oh. You're just scraping the top. Yeah, this is this is first layer this snow. This is day Speaking one of, of a snow. Three year this, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is that first day of snow. It hasn't stuck yet, but it's coming. Before you get into describing what this news is, I'm just going to lay it out here right now. Duke got you son of a what bitch. they deserve. Everyone got what they deserved. Everyone's cheating. I knew that you, that you, you, you bastard, were gonna just put this all on Duke because that's all anybody cares about. Because they're they are the prevalent team in college basketball. Dude, it's but not, everybody's cheating. It's not that. Yeah. Okay. Explain the scenario. Give the give the census a little background of what we're talking about. Okay. So here's what's going on. It's not necessarily the schools, which is why it's kind of confusing. Agents are paying players' families to kind of a, you know, under the table agreement, you're going to sign with me once you leave school. And I'm going to kind of direct you kind of where to go to, to market yourself the best. AKA, All that kind of stuff. they're tied to schools. It's tied to schools. But you, it's not like you can say uh, Tom Izzo knew that one of his players' families were getting some money from an agent. Unless that kid is is living way above his means and is rolling up in like a new Lexus or some or Acura or some, you know something like that, if the kid's just buying himself McDonald's every Friday night, there's no way Izzo's gonna know about that. Say Jim, Jimmy Smith down the road, yeah. great college recruit. Tom Izzo wants his ass so bad for his team, but you got the other powerhouse, whatever, you know, teams trying to recruit Jimmy as well. You don't think that this connection, Tom Izzo's connection with these, you know, agents has any, he, he doesn't, he's not in contact with these agents at all. I don't, he, I let, honestly, I don't know, know. Letting them know that, hey, he wants Jimmy right down the road. He wants that, he wants that kid down the road. But I don't think he's going to, I don't think he, I don't think the top coaches in college basketball are going to call that agent and be like, hey, pay that kid and send him here. I think it's a more of an agent thing. And... I'm not saying that colleges are completely innocent. I'm just saying that it is understandable or it is reasonable to think that they might not know what's going on if it if the money is going behind their backs to a player's family. You know, if it's going to a player, you should know. If it's going to their family and then, you know, I, I remember my freshman year when, when I was in California and I would run out of money and I would text my dad and be like, hey, can you put... Yeah, a hundred bucks on on my like transfer it from my you know account to another, 
if that is the type of thing that's going on and the kid's like texting his family saying, oh, I need some more money, and they're using that agent money pool, like, that's hard for a coach to know that that's how it's working. L- let me ask you something. Not saying they're innocent, just saying it, it might, you, you never know. Let, let me ask you something. Okay. You ready for this? You probably think Rick Paterno is a good guy too, and he's innocent. Pati- no, that's it's on the same it's on the same level. No, Patino had Patino had whores all <laughs> over that campus. <laughs> for, for but he claimed he, he claimed he did not know. If Patino was dipping you, other kids' pens in company <laughs> ink, this is not the same thing. Patino was a snake. This is completely different. If you if you step foot on that Duke campus, I bet you you find snakes all through. Why all you the gotta weeds. say the Duke campus? <laughs> this guy acts like it doesn't happen down. at North Carolina. Wanna, it doesn't I happen at Kentucky or Michigan State or Louisville. It happened at Wichita State or USC. At least if Duke is cheating, which it sure seems like they are, <laughs> they're winning from it. USC is cheating and they still <laughs> suck. You got a point. You got That's <laughs> the worst part. Like you got a point. Cheat and be good. You yeah. know, like my dad used to be say, good if you're not it. cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. So at least if you're cheating, be good at it. <laughs> Don't still be terrible. I'll give you the points there. I'll yeah. I'll give you the points there. But anyway, since, since we don't really know all the details, that's just kind of, like you said, scratching the surface. We don't want to get too far into it. And we did some speculating, but we don't want to completely speculate. So we're going to go on to kind of our main topic today, and, and that's NBA. NBA is coming right out of the all-star break. And and the, our last show, we did uh, we did our All Star Weekend previews because you know we come to you once a week on Fridays, and we wanted to start with going back to the All Star Weekend, and and telling you what we got right, what we got wrong, and giving our thoughts on each event. So the Skills Challenge will start there. I can't I can't even believe that this is happening to me, but <laughs> but my but Bales was. Spot on with a Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie pick, which is some bullshit. It's actually we were actually pretty close on the skills, skills challenge because Dinwiddie beat Laurie Markkinen, who was my pick. Yeah. So I, I got I it got was an all nonsense showdown. That was that was nonsense. That was some bold ass nonsense. <laughs> it shows you, hey, we know what we're talking we about. We know what we're doing on the show. Quality analysts. I we hired the right guys. <laughs> we <laughs> we yeah. hired the right guys. You know, uh, zip recruiter. No, <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> they find you. Uh, I, Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, like clap your hands if you heard of that guy, and, <laughs> and it'll be pretty silent in here. But Spencer Dinwiddie, I can't believe he pulled that off. Laurie Markkinen, he was close, but I'm so surprised that, that we were that close. Yeah, the skills challenge. It was okay. I thought it. Was, it I liked the. I liked. That's my favorite contest out of all the the, the three-point and the slam dunk. Really? I personally like the skills challenge the best. Wow. I love watching the big men. I love watching the big men skills challenge. So you wish uh, Laurie Markkinen would have pulled it off? Yes. yes. Lowry? Lowry? Damn it. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually became – I was a huge Markkinen hater. Ooh. At the huge draft. Markkinen hater, yes. I feel like everybody Hated was. it. He's like goofy, goofy-ass dude. Yeah. But I, my new obsession this week for the snow days I was just talking about, yeah. I've been on IG all day watching Lori Markkinen videos. Wow. He's a funny guy. Wow. He is a funny-ass dude. That's almost, uh, that's almost as bad as Bailey watching Dwight Howard videos <laughs> for like 12 hours instead of studying for his final. <laughs> almost as bad. You're just spending your snow days today. <laughs> I want to know your thoughts on the slam dunk competition. 
I I liked overall. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was more. Again, it didn't blow me out of the water. I thought last year's yeah. dunk competition was superior. I think it was Agreed. a better product. Uh, I did think Larry Nance got robbed. His double tap off the backboard, did you see that one? Yeah. Was it the 180, throws it off the backboard, taps it again and finishes it. You have to have some insane, hey, insane that, yeah. hang time. Dude, the thing is, is and this is what I, I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but the big guys always struggle. Because yeah. they don't look like they're really flying. Yes. That's why my Builder player last week, I had like a 6'3 guy. Yes. Because that looks like they're flying. Larry yeah. Nance is almost too tall, too big. Yeah. You made it a point to, you made it a point when you were creating that player, I remember. Yeah. And you said, hey, I want this guy to look like he's flying. Because that's yeah. a part of it. All those guys, when you're at to the NBA level, those, all those guys are skilled. All of them can dunk. Yeah. You know, the showmanship, maybe creativity is maybe not there for everybody. But it, it, it looks so much better when you're not. Six seven six yeah. six six five, you know, like, but no, I I definitely agree. I agree. What were your thoughts? I was I was a little disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. And I think the fix is they need to give these guys more time to be more creative. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's so difficult to come up with new stuff. But if it's even more difficult when you end. Say, what do they get before? I mean, when they stop playing to the All-Star Weekend, it's like, what, like four days? Yeah, it's not a week. It's not not even a full week. And you can't expect these guys to be, while they're still like mid-season trying to make a push to end the All-Star game well, or the All-Star break, going to the All-Star break well, you can't expect them to be thinking about how they want their... uh, their like dunk contest or how they want their dunks to go. So once that they're done and they're officially on that break, that's when I think they start to really ramp up yeah. their ideas for their dunks. So I think you need to give that more time, and I think that'll in- increase. I like so, that. So like, well, who was it? Donovan Mitchell, right? Who ended up winning it? Yeah, he was the one who brought out the other backboard. Yep. I thought when he brought out the, out the other backboard, what I thought would have been even cooler than what he did because I did like his dunk. But if he had gone the other way and dunked one ball, he could have found the angle given more time yes. to dunk one ball on the front one and then a second ball on the one that's a little bit behind it. Because it's kind of at that angle. If you jump right, you could figure it out. Dude, yeah. And, and how <laughs> sick would that dunk have Factor been? in the wingspan and everything yeah. like that. I like that. But he's got to have his time to, to really be able to, to work all that out. You I think should they be need a to dunk give him consultant. a little longer. I should be a dunk consultant. Say you have hops. Give me your panel of four panel people, right? That okay. rate you one through ten. Okay. That you think personally would give you the best score. Personally in your life. The, or my, in my life? In your life. Or you could bring a celebrity in, maybe like one celebrity, a yeah. couple people from your life. Who do you think is most favorable to you? Okay. Or who could grade okay. your, your dunk I'm the best? You. I'm with you. My first person is going to be my, my older brother. Yes. I think, you know, he knows basketball well enough. He does. And and he'll be fair. He'll be hard enough where you get a real score. Yeah. But he's going to love you too. But and he, Yeah, and he's going to appreciate the athletic ability. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be able to see the work I put in to get there. Yeah. Uh, so something like that. I'm going to bring in – I'll probably go with the, one more relative. My okay. uncle. Yes. Bring in an uncle. Yeah. Um, I've got a specific one in mind. Won't drop his name. Did you, did you used to ball against this uncle? Give me a backstory. He, he can ball. Yeah. He can, I'll actually tell you. I'll tell you a story because it's one of the coolest. It's shooting stories that I have ever heard. Yeah. So it's for a, a grand party of, a, of an older sibling of mine. We're all in the backyard 
with the, we had a hoop back there and we're, we're playing some ball. And my uncle tell my uncle just kind of calls out and he's at like probably three point range, just around there, not NBA three point range, regular like college three point range. He calls out and he asks me, "How do you want me to make this?" And I'm confused. I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" So he says, "You want me to swish it? You want me to hit it off the back iron and roll it in, or do you want me to tip the front of the rim and make it?" <laughs> and I'm thinking, "That's some witchcraft. You yeah. can't do that shit." So I, I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." So I just picked one. I said, uh, "Back, back iron, and then roll it in." So he shoots. It lands on the back, you know, the block yeah, of the iron, yeah. rolls in. That's fucking sick. And I'm already losing my mind. I go, swish it. He <clears throat> shoots again. He swishes it. And at this point, I'm about to freak. So I say, all right, off the front of the <coughs> rim. So to understand that, it's got to tick the front of the rim and then make it in. And that's exactly <laughs> what he did on his third shot. I told him how to make it, and that's exactly how he made it. It's the most impressive display of shooting I've ever seen. I need to see this. I need to, I need to witness this. this it was straight witchcraft. The yeah. guy knows how to ball, so that's I'm choosing him as yeah. well. You know who I'm going to bring in? You're going to bring in uh, Kristen Leahy. Yes. I'm going to bring in Kristen yes. Leahy. Yes. We don't always agree with our takes. Yes. But I can respect a solid journalist who knows her basketball. Big J journalist, Christian Leahy. Big J journalist, but also no ads. Oh, my last person. I want to bring in a pro. I want to bring in an old pro. Yeah. Somebody who will respect the grind. You know who I think? Okay, no, you pick, and and, and then I'm going to say who I think you should have had for your fourth slot. Because I fucking know exactly (laughs) who you should have. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with JJ Redick. Okay. I like I'm that. I'm gonna go JJ Red. I'm a big fan of the JJ Pod. You listen to he's, that? He's got a good pod. The only thing good to come out of Duke. You bastard. Uh, taking cheap shots. <laughs> Tell me who you wanted. Uh, Pat Connington. Oh, I should have gone with Pat. <laughs> Pat would have been big perfect. sky jumper, Notre yeah. Dame athlete. No, understands. Yeah, yeah. he gets Pat it. Pat would have been perfect. Dude, Pat would <laughs> be perfect because he earned it. He did. I read some stories on him. He he wanted. He decided he wanted to dunk. So he used to walk around like all times with like a weight vest on. Really? Just so he could get his dunk ability better. And your favorite, he gets it. Your favorite stat Mine. to remind me is that he had the highest vertical, standing vert. Highest vertical in his class. Yeah. In his, in draft, his draft class. That's pretty crazy. White athlete, man. White athlete. Given hope White to the Notre rest Dame of us. athletes. <laughs> Given hope to the rest of us. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, so yeah, dunk contest, pretty good. It wasn't bad. And Donovan Mitchell beat Larry Nance Jr. In summation. <laughs> in sum- yeah, in summation. Perfect. <laughs> Back to our point. <laughs> Into the All-Star game. I was the winner here. Bales took Team Steph. I took Team LeBron. Team LeBron won by three points. I thought it was better than, especially better than last year. That was, was a 148-145 win. That was the most fun I've ever had actually watching a game. I was talk- Yeah, watching an All-Star game. I was talking to uh, my brother, and I was like... <clears throat> You know, the All-Star game's great for all these, you know, dunks and, and alley-oops and stuff. I love the All-Star caliber defense. How many blocks yeah. did you see that game? Yeah. I get hyped off of that, man. <laughs> That's the I cool love thing. that shit. Because, it, and I love the talk around it. That was, they were, because they were saying, like, this is, this is supposed to be the epitome, like, the, the, Everest summit of basketball and that's what that was you're talking about the best defense that can be played the best players in the world just doing their thing it all comes down to just good basketball and I think we finally got that again this year which is why I love the game more than I had in the previous years oh yeah I agree 
that's our that's our all star. We'll say our all star weekend review. Yep. But it's back into uh, back into the regular season. The the second half. This is where teams really start to pick it up. Uh, except for one player on a specific team who's shutting it down in Kawhi, and that's the Spurs are your guys. Yeah, they, so you it, got a guy, you got one of your favorite players shutting it down. I have so many emotions. I'm in a glass case of emotion. I mean, he's been he's been sidelined since January 13th with that quad injury. He's only played about I think it's nine games this season. Never really felt right. Uh, currently. What's today? The 23rd, 23rd yeah. of February? Uh, he's, he's, he's cleared to play. San Antonio doctors said, hey, green light, you're good. Get back out there. And Kawhi's basically shutting it down for the season. Yeah. He said he doesn't feel comfortable, doesn't feel ready. He doesn't feel good to play through. I guess there's some residual pain left in that quad. I don't know what's actually going I don't think, obviously, I don't know. No, yeah. I don't think a lot of people like there, anybody knows. No, no one knows what's going on. And the scary thing is, Speaking as a San Antonio fan, he's our franchise. Yeah. Well, Marcus, you could argue he was a he's a big piece this year. He's an all-star. You know, he carried this team. We're still in third place in the Western yeah. Conference. But it quite the quite the future. But uh, what's what's scary is I just feel like there's a a loss of trust between Kawhi yeah. and the San Antonio organization. Like a bridge burned. Exactly. Almost. It's like if Kawhi uh, again, in speculation, if Kawhi believes that San Antonio hasn't taken his injury seriously enough, trying to get him back out there, yeah, it's like, man, I'm a two middle fingers your way, you know, like I'm done with you guys. He he just basically saw this whole thing roll out with IT. You know, he That's goes out there, point. sell sells his body for, <clears throat> you know, Boston. Uh, you know, plays on that hip injury. Uh, basically sells himself for the organization. And they turn right around, shop him, you know, shop him to Cleveland. And because of this hip injury that he aggravated while playing for that team, now he loses tens of millions of dollars in that potential contract. Oh, dude, huge contract. You know, so again, I, I see it from <clears throat> I see it from Kawhi's standpoint too, man. You got to be conscious of your body. It just scares me that if this doesn't get rectified anytime soon, this bridge could burn completely. And then, and then know, what are we looking at? <clears throat> exactly. And then, fuck, maybe Kawhi's gone. A, a point I was thinking about, though. Yeah. R- remember how uh, Remember how Kawhi was acquired? That George Strong. Hill trade? Oh. So San Antonio had George Hill. I think he was a rookie, sophomore maybe. Uh-huh. But next up-and-coming star, fantastic, fantastic guy. And then all of a sudden, San Antonio decides to trade George Hill for the rights to Kawhi Leonard. And everyone's like, uh-huh. what? what the hell? Like... You know, George Hill's the next guy, blah, yeah. blah, And then you see Kawhi blossom into this next, you know, NBA star. So another thing that's kind of crossed my mind is San Antonio's, in, San Antonio's an organization who isn't married to any one of their players. Yeah. They shopped George Hill. They got lucky on Kawhi. I feel like they could, if there's a bridge truly burnt, they're going to shop Kawhi. He's a, he's a top three talent in the NBA, that's but they're true. not married to any of their players. They're married to the system. And if they can shop Kawhi and and he's a cash cow and maybe get some picks and another great star, That's I true. see San Antonio going that way. Yeah, they're like the Patriots of the NBA. Exactly, they're it's not, a system. Yeah, it's a system. It's it's pop. Yeah, you know, it, just like it's it, it's a lot of Belichick. Yeah, and if they do get rid of him, they almost always win their trades. Yeah, <laughs> so it, you got to put your trust in the organization. Mm-hmm. 
and kind of say, like, the history says we usually win in these scenarios, but it never feels good to get rid of the guy who's been no. carrying you for yeah, years. exactly. So it's kind of a hard situation on both sides. Exactly. Because Kawhi, I love the, the IT comparison. You know, Kawhi doesn't want to... He doesn't want to lose out on all this money. He's looking out for number one because yeah. he knows that the Spurs are looking out for number one as well. Exactly. So that's kind of the <clears> give and take approach. Exactly. Sports. Well, with with all this being said, Kawhi, so Kawhi has three years left on his contract, this year being one th- through the 2018 season being one, and he has two years after this. Assuming that the bridge is burnt, where can you see Kawhi Leonard landing? So you uh, got to see like, maybe LeBron's still in Cleveland, maybe LeBron's yeah. out west. Where do you see him fitting? You know, the first place I think of, Kawhi's kind of a quiet guy, right? Mm-hmm. He just, you know, sticks to himself. Reads Look. books. I read about it. In a book. Doesn't love the star life. Where's, where is a, it's a great market <clears throat> to be. It's not overly big. It's fairly quiet. Kind of get to do your own thing, but still be a star. Don't say it. I'll give you a hint. Oh my god. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's he Portland. would never put on. Why would he not come to Portland? <sighs> he gets it, it's the quiet life. He can disappear. <laughs> the Portland fans don't bombard people every time they go out into into the city. They're respectful. He can read. We've got a Barnes and Noble, the big Barnes and Noble place here. <laughs> Nike's here. You know? Oh yeah. I could I I hate I hate that thought one. But Why? I, I see that work. I hate it because I I personally do not want him to see. It would blend yeah. your a favorite player of yours and your hometown. Yeah. It's a win-win I would see. You. I can see it working. And you know why? Kawhi doesn't care about the market he plays in. Yeah. Like, just like you said. He's not a, a mellow saying, I'm, I'm going to only play in L.A. Or, or New York or whatnot yeah, yeah. or LeBron. You know, like he went home to Cleveland. but He's not know. looking to, like, transition to acting. Yeah, exactly. He's going to do himself. And that's why I think he would fit in. Yeah. I don't want to see him. Yeah, I don't want to see him. Leave San Antonio, but I asked the question, so I know I had to yeah. accept the answer. But hey. yeah, I, I I actually see him fitting in Portland, and the so fan base I. would adopt him, would oh love him, goodness, would yeah. love him. That we would we would eat Kawhi up, and he would be a he would be a star here. He would be like where CJ is, not as much as Dame. This is not this as is much Kawhi as Leonard. Dame. This is a top three talent, man. Dude, okay, but he's coming in say like first year. They are going to love him, but he's not going to take the place of Dame. Okay, because he's homegrown, though. He's not homegrown. Yeah, he's home drafted. Or, yeah, he's home yeah. drafted. Yeah. He's got the le- he's the letter O. Yeah, point six seconds. He hit the shot yeah. against Houston. Like until Kawhi starts doing those things, then he can match Dame. Okay, I but he's going to start out at like a CJ level. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Shop CJ, man. Get rid of him. I'm down for bring, Kawhi. Bring, bring for Kawhi. Bring Kawhi to Portland. Trade him. Hashtag There's no way O'Shea pulls the trigger. Senseless, get on Twitter. Hashtag bring Kawhi to Portland. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Kawhi503. <laughs> Kawhi503. Why not? <laughs> yeah! Why not? That's so perfect. God, that would be amazing. Let's do it. Let's try to win a championship before I die, huh? 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 That's good stuff. Speaking of championships... <laughs> Silver wants to go. He has at least talked about a one through sixteen playoff format. Yeah, I just, I just think this is an overreaction by the league. Like the going to one through sixteen, because the East is bad, is taking the easy road to saying the East should be better. 
Yeah. Instead of fixing the Eastern Conference, you're just saying, oh, we'll just put more Western Conference teams into the playoffs. I think you're spot on. And, like, as you know, and I'm sure our senseless listeners know, basketball is cyclical. I mean, the West True. wasn't always the dominant. Yeah. Uh, Think of when conference. Jordan was playing. That was yeah. easy. Or the Pistons and everything like yeah. that, like the bad boys. But I think this is in reaction to if – you're right. You, I think you hit it right on the, on the nose. I think the NBA is scared. If LeBron leaves the East and heads out got, West, yeah. who what is, is the there? East? What is the There's East? There's only Boston. Yeah. And Toronto, I guess. And Toronto's a pretender. That's in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Canada. Break Canada. off that iceberg. Kick him off. <laughs> Just push, push, yeah, him, push out of here. him off, man. Yeah. It's it's a shortcut for me. I think it would just just why don't you just fix the East? I just make them better. I don't like it. You know, push some good GMs that way. Uh speaking of things we don't like in the NBA, they've also, and this is kind of a it's not, it's not necessarily a priority, it's their third thing that they're thinking of behind the the playoff format and the one-and-done rule, which I think will change, especially with all the drama going on in college basketball now. But they, they're thinking of doing a play-in tournament. So the way it would work is the, the 7, 8, 9, and 10 seeds from each conference, 7 and 8 would play each other. The winner of that is automatically in, right? Mm-hmm. And then the winner of the 9 and 10 game plays the loser of the 7-8 game, and whoever wins that, they're in the playoffs. I like that. You know I think it's saying? a goal. Yeah, I think that's a gold idea. Yeah, it sounds not bad, but it's like, do you need it? It's not tradition, but it's not is traditional. It just changing basketball. to change for no reason. The problem with the NBA I see right now is teams take breaks. The Cavs take breaks. They sit people during the, this first half of the season, uh-huh. you know, and it's like a coast. Well, for me, it's like okay. So, so I just looked it up. This is the tournament that would happen in the East. This playing tournament. It would be between the 76ers. The Heat, the Pistons, and the Hornets. Do you want? Do you really need to see that tournament? No. Like that's kind of what I'm saying. In the West, it would be the Blazers, the Pelicans, the Clippers, and the Jazz. Do you need to see that fourteen tournament? You, or is it just? It's like adding bowl games to college football every year. More games, more money. People like drama, though, dude. I hate. How? I hate all of those. All of those line or matchups that you just mentioned. I hate them. But because it's a tournament that means something? I don't know. I like it. Okay, so if you want to put in a small tournament, and this is big picture, and I'll probably get more pushback than this playing. Bold nonsense, only big pictures. Only big picture. But if instead of having this play-in tournament, you want to add drama, instead of having seven-game series, make it three. Make it three. I'm down for that. I would be so down for three because the thing is right now, you think about the NFL playoffs – why is it so so great? It is one game, and any team can win. Yes. That's why, people, that's why baseball had the wild card game. It's one game, and any team can get hot. I like that. Basketball should do that, because right now you have seven games. Who's beating the Warriors in seven Nobody. Games? But any team can get hot for two games. That's why March Madness works. Also. Exactly. I don't, say, I don't think the one-game tournament style works for the NBA, because basketball is such a... You know, you can get hot in a game, you know, and, and yeah. you might have the Warriors go down in the first round, which, you know, they're the best team in the NBA. So you're still saying the Warriors play that, set, that eight seed or whatever. Even if that, uh, even if you make it three games and the eight seed wins the first one, they still have to answer it. They still yeah. have to, to prove it, so to speak, so to put in the uh, 
what is it like the pig rule? You know, the yeah. last shot. You got to prove it. Yeah, they you still have to prove, prove it. it. They still have to prove it the next yeah. game. But it's not so many that oh, we have to win four times against what is being called the best team ever. And I, at least I find myself for the first and second round of the NBA playoffs. You see these matchups, and you know who's gonna win. Yeah, who cares? But you have to you have to sit for three weeks to watch those series get swept. Yeah, and it just takes up. TV time where it you could have better matchups, mm-hmm. and it's just so boring, man. It, they don't matter. No, it doesn't. You know, like, at this point, yeah, we're finally lucky Houston's gotten good. because Thank now God. Because now we're just, everyone's just waiting for Boston, Cleveland in the East, and Houston Warriors in the West. Yeah. So everything leading up to that is, it's nothing. It doesn't Who matter. Who cares? It does not matter. Yeah, I just think that if you you reduce the amount of games, you're going to get a lot more random stuff. Yeah, you might not get the best team in the finals every single year, but it's a lot more exciting. Or the Patriots, the best team in the AFC, AFC, you know, the best roster in the AFC this year? Maybe not, but they played the best to get their way to the Super Bowl, and people still loved it. People don't care if the best team is in the finals. Are is it interesting? Is it fun? Is it dramatic? They That's want what the people stories. want. They want exactly. the stories. It's stories more than it is. Oh well, it's not the best team. Who cares? Yeah. We want. We don't want to know exactly what's going to happen. And at this point, we do. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I think we're both kind of in lockstep for most of the NBA thing. Yep. yep. That's our NBA stuff. But we want to take a break. We want to hit some. We want to go to recess. Let's let's get out of class, huh? Let's all go to recess. Let's play some four square wall ball. I was a big freeze tag guy. Freeze tag or football? Yeah, as a receiver, hands team. Ooh, no speed though. No speed. He's like. uh, But they threw me a a lob ball. Possession receiver. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's what we call those. That's what we call those. Possession receiver. Yeah, let's hit the. Let's hit the field. Let's play. Let's do some recess. Let's play. Let's play a game. And what we call this game is we call it start, sit, cut. Nice. I, mean, this, I believe this is the first time we play, so so I'll explain it. You've heard of uh, fuck, Mary kill, right? Is yes. that how you say it? Yes. Yeah, it's that game where you have to do stuff. Uh, <laughs> you marry one, fuck yeah. one, kill one. Exactly. Start, sit, cut is a sports edition of that. So you get three players, and you have to choose one that you're going to start, one that you're going to sit on the bench, but you can still play them at yeah. some point. Yep. And one that you're going to cut. So they're completely out of there. And what I did, I came up with the guys that I wanted to do. I will do three rounds of it. Okay. I got an NBA round. I have an NFL round. And then, because you're a golf guy, you play fantasy golf, do you not? Play fantasy golf. Play not fantasy, a golfer. Play fantasy golf. But yes. But we, lo- we do enjoy to hit the range every once in a while. Oh, yeah. So I did a golf one yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, so you have to choose which one to start, which one to sit, which one to cut. First one, let's go. Let's start with the NBA because we just came right off of that. It's a great transition. That's what we do here. We're a professional podcast. These are your three players. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving. Who do you start? Who do you sit? Who do you cut? Kyrie, start, sit, Dame, cut, Westbrook. Oh, I am lockstep with you. That is yeah, perfect. No, they, exactly what I had. Uh, have you looked at Paul George's numbers since he's played with Westbrook? I know you can't just like just look at it in a vacuum and say, you know, hey, now you're playing with Westbrook. What are your numbers? You know, you got to yeah. figure your teammates and stuff out. But my man, my man, <laughs> Westbrook. He's such a. He's just a little Tasmanian devil out there. You it's, you don't know where he's going. It's hard to play with the Tasmanian and in devil. Order, for Paul George to 
correctly be Paul George and shoot his highest shooting percentage, he needs to find a rhythm. Yeah. And you can't find a rhythm Dude, that's with perfect. like a little guy running out there. There is not you don't know a where lot he's coming of from. rhythm with Russell Westbrook. There's none. A lot of activity, and he's a freak athlete. Yeah. I love like I love watching him, but you can't play with those guys. That those kind of guys are gonna get theirs, and man, does he. Yeah. But you can't play with them. Because you don't know yeah. what they're gonna do. Now on to football. I stuck with I stuck with the quarterbacks. Okay. So we're gonna go Carson Wentz. Yes. Deshaun Watson. Ah. Oh. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Who do you no! start? Who do you say? Who do you I tried to make this one really hard. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's hard. I'm gonna recap. Wentz, Garoppolo, um, Deshaun. Deshaun. This is a tough one. Uh, I think I'm starting Carson. Okay. I'm sitting Jimmy G and I'm cutting, yeah. I'm cutting Deshaun. <laughs> Perfect. That is exactly what Did, I had. And so what? choice. Why? I defend it. Well, Carson, Carson Wentz, he does kind of everything that Deshaun Watson does and everything Jimmy Jeff God, does, that was right? hard. I don't even know if I feel good about that pick. That's it's hard. hard. Like you, it, it is one that's that you're hard. like, you're that's like good ah, for you. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> yeah. But I think Wentz does both. Can play kind of like both of the other ones. Yes. Uh, Garoppolo can kind of, I think like mentally he can manipulate everything else. So if you, if you need him to run an offense, he can come in and do it. Where Deshaun, he needs certain aspects of an offense to work towards him. Yeah. And he's a little bit younger than the other one. Yeah. I'm not saying he's bad though. Like that's the thing. They're both. They're, they're all three of them are so good. So you you have to you have to cut somebody who's really good. Does that small sample size that we've seen Jimmy G make you nervous at all? Yeah, it makes me. But kind of I mean, excited, but Deshaun though, like, what, Watson what? is such a small sample size as well. How many games he played this year? I want to say like six. Oh, there really wasn't. Okay, he put up huge numbers, but what does that do when the defensive coordinators get a little bit more time? You know, things like that. Yeah. Wow, that was a good one. That good props, props to my man Walsh Disney on that hey. one. That was some good <laughs> stuff. So I try, I try to make it tough. I try to make these games fun. This is the best recess I've ever had. Hey, 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 we just want to make sure. Make sure you're playing along with us when we play these games. Yeah. Give a hey. Give, and let us. us know if we're right or wrong. Tweet us your recess answers. Absolutely. Give us recess your start, answers. sit, cut answers. Tweet us. We're not alone on this recess field. No. We're, everybody's got to play along. We yeah. Ellie, everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the last round, we're gonna go into golf. We got the the Honda Classic mm-hmm. going on right now. Yep. Eh, 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 you knew I had to bring Tiger into this. So Tiger's yeah. the first one. Oh yeah. I got Rory. God, I have some things to say about Rory. And Bubba Watson. Oh. Dude. I tried to bring in different types of golfers yes. here, trying to see exactly where you wanted to go with it. Who are you gonna start? Who are you gonna say you're gonna cut? I would. I would. I hope. Some of my, our listeners who I th- hope are listening to this, some of our g- golf listeners are playing along because I'd like to hear their responses as well. I would well. love to hear their responses. I would love to hear these golf responses, but uh, that's a hard one. And <clears throat> I'd like to hear your reasons for your answers as well. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> God darn it. I think you start Rory, you, <laughs> <clears throat> you sit Bubba, you cut Tiger. Oh, no, you cut Tiger? Dude. Oh, good. Tiger's broke. Oh, no. Tiger's broke. I love, I love, dude, I don't feel good about that. You can't feel good about it. I hate Rory, though, man. He's been effing me. You started him. Yeah, he's been effing me on on this fantasy league. 
He's not doing well. I think he's five over for this tournament right now. Yeah, I, I saw that day. He's Is not he playing five? well. He's not playing well. He's, if, if I have to scroll more than three fingers down on the leaderboard, you're too far down. Let's see. Rory is four over. Four over. So he just made the cut. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Four over through two days, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm Nike boys, Nike athlete, no ads. Yeah, but, uh, no ads. But uh, no, he promising guy. Um, I think Bubba off that win. Uh, last week in the uh, what was the tournament last week? Genesis. It was a Genesis Open. Yes, Genesis Open. Yes, he, you know he he came out, ended up winning the Genesis. Uh, played in the uh, NBA uh, celebrity All Star yeah, game the NBA same day. Yeah, you know after day two, what a stuff. That was impressive stuff. <clears throat> yeah, no, and you just got to see the emotion, the tears after the win. Yeah. Love that stuff. I don't like cutting Tiger Woods, but man. Dude, you need a bionic back, like an exoskeleton, man. <laughs> You're going to break out there. Uh, what I, about you? I'm Yeah, I'm a little different. I'm going to uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna start Bubba. Like it? He's hot right now. He's know? hot. He's playing well. Play what's hot. I'm going to sit Tiger. <laughs> oh. And I'm going to cut Rory. Oh, okay. You just said Rory's not playing well. Rory's, Rory's sucking it up right now. Yes. And Tiger, he's coming back. His swing's getting better. He played pretty well at Torrey Pines, but was inconsistent. Then he played pretty poorly at Genesis Open, and he's playing pretty well he's back in to the back, Honda Classic. He's back-to-back tournaments for the first and, time in yeah, how long. And now he can play <clears throat> consistently. The longer you get to play, I mean, every athlete knows, you get the more reps, you always get better. Yeah. So I think Tiger's on the up. You know, can I make a comparison real quick? What's up? So I chose to start Rory, yeah. and I don't know why. I just wanted to, and He's I don't. He's got that strength, though. Do you know what that? You know what it's like. You have a really sh- that one that one friend that just has a just a god awful girlfriend. You know, <laughs> you, they keep on breaking ups. You know, and yeah. getting back together. And for some reason, they've broken up a hundred times and gone back together a hundred times. But you just keep on going back to that one girlfriend. Uh-huh. I keep on going back to Rory, thinking he's going to be nicer to me. <laughs> it's going to get better. Think he's going to be better, better in this it, relationship. It, it but just no. never does. No. It's one-sided. I, it is. You're not getting anything back. He's sucking the life out of me. But you still started it. I still started it. <laughs> still he started hasn't broken. <laughs> you have not broken the cycle <laughs> yet. You're still in the infatu- infatuation stage. Yeah. God. What a loser. Recess. That was fun. Recess is over. Get back to class. Get Usually, your textbooks. I mean, I don't know about you guys. After our recess, we always had a, a nice reading time. A teacher would read us a story for Oh, because you're bit. all hyped up probably. Yeah. You tried to calm your ass down. Yeah. Lay your head on the desk oh. a little bit. You know, the folded arms. Yeah. Head on the desk. Yep. Here's some Thunder Cave for Mrs. Woods. Mrs. Woods. She's a great lady. Really? Ads for Mrs. Woods. For Mrs. If you're listening <laughs> to Mrs. Woods, we would like to get you on the pod. Read us a story. Oh, that would be awesome. It would. That would be awesome. Yes. Anytime. Recess is over. Let's get back to class. And our next, our next class, it's in the NFL. It's in the NFL. But we want to go pretty quickly. We have one topic we're just going to discuss pretty quick. Then we're just going to get into a bunch of news. But the first thing we want to start with, we just want to talk a little Kirk Cousins. A little cousin talk. A little cousin talk. Twang to twang, twang, twang. And really, this has been coming down to, for me, is, do you want to win or do you want more money? Kirk Cousins has been getting paid buco bucks in the past couple of years. So shouldn't he want to get maybe a little smaller deal, but long term, and win a bunch of games? So, you okay, you just asked, is it money or wins? And that's yeah. between, really, what two teams? 
Well, I'm thinking Jets. <clears throat> Okay. Because the Jets, I mean, they had the story. Which is of, the money option. We were going to fully get money off, fully guarantee the contract, but they said today, we're not, that's not really what we're going to do, but we want to pay him max. So they want to give him as like as much signs. money as possible. Yeah, they're stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> and then the other, other side of the coin, the wins, they can give him some money, not as much as the Jets, but their team is ready to win. That's the Minnesota Vikings. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Do you go to Jets or do you go to Vikings? I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, and I'm gonna say he doesn't care about the money or the wins. He wants to be respected, man. He was never respected okay. as a Redskin. Who's gonna respect him more out of the Jets or Minnesota? He wants to be loved. He it's was never Minnesota, re- man. You think? And and maybe it is. I think that, and I I'm leaning towards your answer as well. I think it's Minnesota. I think he does away with the money. Kind of says, hey, I've been paid under that. Under the franchise tag for a while, yeah. I've made my money. I've made those buku bucks, as Walsh Disney just said. But I want to be respected. My owner never respected me. I never got the love I feel like I deserved in Washington. Yeah. Who's going to love me? What fan base is going to, like, I'm going to put them on my shoulders. But once I win, man, I want them to carry me and, and treat me like a god. You well, know? that's Minnesota, right? <clears throat> they have been waiting for yes. this. Uh, look what they did for Case Keenum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't think Kirk goes, <laughs> yeah. goes there and plays well? They're going, I mean, he's he is what they need. He is the last piece in an amazing puzzle. You know the, the puzzle? It's got the picture and it always has the background around it. <laughs> The fans are the background around who are just hugging the middle piece, like main picture of the puzzle. Then he's the last piece of that. I think they'll love him. They can pay him pretty well. Zimmer loves a quarterback who takes care of the ball and can put up points. And that's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So I think they'll love that. I think it's a great fit. I think he should take wins. I'm always a, a wins over money guy. Ch- you know, chase a good team and you'll make the money eventually. Yeah. So that's Kirk Cousins. And uh, he's always in the news. And speaking of news... We have a bunch of NFL news, so we're just going to run through this, give a couple of thoughts on uh, on it, and then just move on to the next one. Try and fly through these things pretty quick. First piece of news we want to go with, Marcus Peters. It's been reported that he's going to get traded from the Chiefs to the Rams, probably for draft picks. The details aren't really out on it because or the new season for the league hasn't started yet. That's on March 14th. So they got to wait a couple weeks to really hear the details, but that's what's being reported is Marcus Peters, the cornerback <coughs> of the Chiefs, going to the Rams for draft. I like that. I, I like Marcus. He's a freaking stud, dude. Yeah. And the, the Chiefs need younger talent on their defense, so that helps with, you know, they're going to get a lot of draft picks for Marcus Peters. Yeah. Cause, and, and he's cheap. So it helps the Rams, helps the Chiefs. Good trade all around. I think I read, like, in, in 43 games – he has like 19 picks, like Good. a pick every other game. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. I can't man. even imagine that. That's insane. The Rams are close too. Yeah. So that's a big move for them. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next piece of news, Jarvis Landry, already been franchise tagged. On like the first day that you can <laughs> franchise tag people. <laughs> Lock him down. The, the Dolphins come out and franchise want tag you. him. I don't know. It's just like, what are you doing? You, you didn't want to even try to go long-term deal? And now people think they might franchise tag him and then trade him. So we'll see what happens there. But that's just Dolphins being Dolphins, I guess. I have no take on Jarvis Landry. I mean, he's yeah. it, he's supposed to be this stud receiver. He, I mean, yeah. it might be the product of him being in, in Miami, but yeah. I don't see anything. Me either. I'm with you. No, curse yeah. on Miami. Uh, Cut, him. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him. Cut <laughs> him. 
Back to our kickers. You, if you've been listening, you know yes. we love kickers. Love the kickers. Vinatieri, he's back with the Colts for his, get this, 23rd NFL season. That's unbelievable. I heard today that if they drafted Saquon Barkley, that Vinatieri would have been in the league longer than Barkley's been alive. That's, that's insane. Unreal. That is- and the guy only needs like 50, I think it's 58 points to be the NFL's all-time scoring leader. Most points. I've had I've had ups and down feelings with Adam Vinatieri. I'm a I love kickers. Yeah. I love kickers. I think they're dope. You got to respect Adam Vinatieri, but grew up a Raider fan and I just remember back in 2002 laying on my grandma's floor watching the Pats play mm. Oakland in 2002. Yeah. The the tuck, tuck rule, rule. the tuck rule game. It was snowing, and I just remember just bawling on the floor after <laughs> after Vinatieri hits that fucking hundred yard field goal. Yeah. I don't even remember how it was a long ball, yeah. but just in the snow, I just remember bawling, dude. Forty five year old guy just tearing the hearts out of young children, little kids, man. I was just on my grandma's floor, just bawling into the shag <laughs> carpet. Oh my god, it was bad. He he hopes to keep tearing hearts out. Next yeah. year. Yeah, good for 23rd you. 23rd season. Good for you. Alshon Jeffrey, next piece of news. Uh, t- he had c- rotator cuff surgery out six months. Apparently he's been playing this whole year with a torn rotator cuff. That's a tough man. That's insane. That's well, gross. What I heard is he, he tore his rotator cuff in preseason. Yeah. So he played preseason the whole regular season, not to mention extended playoffs because he obviously won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Dude, the man's a machine. How much respect does it give you for that catch over row in the yes. Super Bowl? The, that <laughs> layout, land on my shoulder. Don't know if it's the rotator cuff one, but e- either way. Yes, dude. That had to hurt. Ouch, town population, you, bro. And I, you brought it up pre-show that, that Alshon is a jump receiver. That's Absolutely. how he catches balls. Yeah. So I'm going to just say 60, 75% of the balls thrown to him are jump catches, right? You're raising that shoulder oh, or that man. hand above your shoulder that and, many times. And corners are hitting you, jostling you around. Oh, my God. Come on. What a stud. I I'm might a- have to go buy a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably my favorite story. The Eagles. Okay. Let me preface this. <laughs> been kind of tough on Eagles fans <laughs> in, in, in previous shows. you know. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh, yes, thank you. They were being monsters. But I also said I was fair to... to Singular Eagles fans, because some of them aren't terrible people, and mm. you know I gave it both ways. Some of them aren't terrible people. A couple, yeah. And uh, this this kind of, this shows you. After the NFC Championship, uh, there were like 20, 25 ish. So not very many Eagles fans were being called. <laughs> uh, they sent donations to the Minnesota Vikings charity with notes that were apologizing. For the rest of the Eagles fans' actions towards their team, their players, the Vikings team and players, and their fans. You know, you heard a lot of stories about how it was kind of a nightmare for Vikings fans. Getting stuff thrown at them. I saw full beers, not cracked beers. No, full-on beers. beers. (laughs) These are Eagles fans, but I don't want to keep ripping them because I'm trying to be nice to them right now. So 25 of them, uh, roughly, could have been more, could have been less, give or take. Uh, we're being cool, wanted to apologize, so they send donations to the Minnesota Vikings charity to say, hey, we're, we're, we're sorry about everyone else. We're the adults here. 
here, you know, here's the this apology. Except for the Vikings weren't to be outdone because they have like the nicest people in the world. So the Vikings, they go ahead and gift right back. They usually, for donations to their charity, they send thank you notes. For these Eagle fans, what they did was they sent them a little jars of confetti that fell at the Super Bowl with a note that says, your positive attitude and great sportsmanship towards the Minnesota Vikings will not go unnoticed or unappreciated. That's pretty cool. Yeah. This is just the Vikings being the, the, the class of the NFL. Yeah. I love the Vikings. They are quickly becoming one of one of my favorite teams. Yeah. Got some Notre Dame guys. Case Keenum's an awesome story. Zimmer's yeah. an awesome story. And they do stuff like this. You know, a couple of Eagles fans are trying to be cool. The Minnesota Vikings are even cooler right back to me. I like that. So just good, good overall fan team interaction stuff right there. Yeah. That's my favorite story that we've got. Going on to, the, to our next couple stories. Uh, Luck feels better. Says he doesn't need any surgery. So that's awesome. Love to see Andrew Luck come back next year strong. He's just a fun player to watch. I won't believe it until I see him on a field. Uh, I, okay, I'm how how there. often? How I many times have we heard this? Oh no, it's just one more surgery. He's doing better. Oh, <laughs> just one more surgery. Six more months. Yeah, oh, come on. They're definitely trying to ruin his career. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully man. they're turning that oh, around. My God, to a really good player, Reggie Wayne is going to make the Colts Ring of Honor next year. So we can put him up there. I like that. He was one of the one of the best receivers in their history, in their franchise's history. So that's pretty cool. And and then and in our last piece of news, you have one of the best stories yeah, I've ever I, heard uh, so, for our boy Bales. Yeah. So I wish he was here in studio with us here in studio, aka the Be- cabin, because this is the most Chargers story. This I've ever is heard. the saddest story <laughs> I have ever heard. Just and, run it down for him. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know. I'm gonna ask you some things. You know, yeah. In the day, social media, like present day, uh-huh. I'm. You know, people get caught up in in how many likes a picture gets or how many followers you have, and you kind of start comparing yourself to people. You know, it's like many, currency. Exactly, follower currency. You know, yeah. you kind of you kind of peg yourself against people. Well, I came across this story today. It's about the San Diego Chargers. So this is how it goes. <clears throat> The San Diego Chargers Twitter account, back when they're in San Diego, had about 300,000 followers. Uh, and I'm sure that's a, that's a normal amount of followers for yeah. a Twitter account. That seems reasonable. Good amount of fans. Uh, and recently, as, as you all have known, uh, they moved to Los Angeles, now known as the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. They play now in a shitty soccer stadium, holds <laughs> 27,000 people, something yeah. like that. Tiny place. Not the right facilities. The city doesn't even want them there. They never really accepted them. But all of a sudden, so brutal. All of a sudden, the Twitter account jumps to eight hundred thousand followers. Just explodes. It over doubles the the, <laughs> the the follower count, and and everyone's like, wow, you know, maybe the maybe LA's really really adopting, embracing them, em- yeah, yeah. embracing the Chargers, you know, getting behind <laughs> getting behind the team. <laughs> well, apparently, some MIT grads or whatnot. Classic did, them. Did they Shit. they ran some algorithms basically auditing the followers of <laughs> the now LA Chargers and what they found out that of these eight hundred thousand followers, Twitter followers, currently more than half of them are fake and oh. have been bought oh. by the organization to make this fake like you personify can, themselves bigger than they really are that they're actually being loved and embraced by the city. No, you can buy Twitter followers. Apparently, it's a thing. You can buy wow. Twitter followers. And they did to the tune of over four hundred, over four hundred thousand followers. The Los Aren't Angeles real. Chargers have bought. 
That is, uh, is that not the, the saddest thing you've ever heard? It's pretty sad. That, it's pretty regular Chargers, though. It, the thing is, okay, so so they're in, what did they call it, the race for L.A.? Yeah. With the Rams and the Chargers. And you're losing. So it's something where you got to be like, oh, well, we need to do something. Let's yeah. just buy all these Twitter followers. But then you get, and I bet you, like, teams would do that, but only, like, the Chargers and a couple other teams would get caught. Yes, ex- exactly. And, yes, it, it might be a strategy for that race for L.A., blah, blah. But now you look pathetic. Now, yeah, now you're not winning. If. If I had held back the team's identity from that story, who would you have thought it would have been? Maybe the Browns? Maybe yeah, something like that's that? the Browns. That Jets. The, the Jets? Jets, absolutely. I, I was on Twitter today, and I confirmed that the Browns have like a million followers. Like way more way more than, than the Los Angeles Chargers. We need to audit those followers. Uh, we should turn the MIT kids on yes. to the Browns. Is anything, is anything real in this world anymore where we can't even take... No. Twitter followers for, you for, know, what they yeah, are. Yeah, for, for reality. Yeah, it's all just this virtual world bullshit. Blinds are being pulled over everyone's eyes. Yeah. Twitter's hey. fake. If we're all thinking the same thing, no one's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know where you can get the truth? Where? The Bold Nonsense Podcast. You heard it here. <laughs> Come here for the real deal. We, no you got no bot over, followers. You got shutters over your eyes. We'll, we'll open them up. We'll, we'll open them up. That's what we do here. <laughs> Love Let's it. Let's get away from the pathetic-ass Chargers, Bale. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go to, we mentioned it a little bit, kind of previewed it throughout the podcast. We like our golf here. Yeah. We love to hit, go to the range. I like to put on a, a sweater. I love to Some golf. Some slacks. I honestly do love golfing. I've been looking into like getting... Even more into golfing, where yeah. I'm like buying Notre Dame ball Ta- markers nice. and like a towel, like a, oh a nice towel, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking look, getting all classy, yeah, you know about it. I like to get dressed golf shoes. I like to get dressed up for the driving range, knowing that my skills are terrible, but I just like strutting around with the other golfers. Yeah, half of it's just feeling good. Hey, look good, feel good, play good. Yeah, don't don't ever forget that. I I have a, a University of Texas golf bag, so I look like Jordan Spieth. Oh, so <laughs> I just, nice. I just, I just rock my UT Texas <laughs> bag with a nice little strut. I, at, at the driving range, I don't even go to a bay. I just walk back and forth yeah. on, the, on the top level and the down <laughs> level. So everyone just everyone sees can me. See you. <laughs> Is that Spieth? Is that Spieth? <sighs> You're pretty much Jordan Spieth. Yeah. It's the same level of, of golf, if you, get, if you <laughs> ask me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we want to get into some golf talk. We talked about it. The Honda Classic's going on right now. Just a little, just a little update on the Honda Classic. The cut happened today. It's at five over. Oh my god! That shows you how shows you how hard that course is playing. Boo! Yeah, I know. Like, boo in, you! In the world of us wanting to see like the driver come out, just <sighs> people just rip the ball down the course and birdies and all and albatrosses and all this kind of yeah, stuff. All the cool people, birds. We're getting five over. Yeah. Is bogey not the worst sport term? I just hate the sound. Bogey. Bogey. Yeah, like double. you know you fucked up because it just sounds bad. You I usually bogey. hear double bogey. <laughs> <laughs> it happens more often than bogey. But yeah that I I'm with you. That actually the bogey just bogey. sounds Awful. I'd imagine a toad. Bogey. Yeah. Oh, bogey. 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 <laughs> and you just have it ringing in your yeah. ears as you're walking to the next yeah. tee box. <laughs> yeah. Sounds so awful. So these are the big names. I went through. I get the big names because we don't care about everybody else. <laughs> uh, Rory, we talked about his struggles. He's at four over, but he made the cut. Unreal. 
Tiger's at one over. He's tied for 14th. He's only four shots back. That, which is he's you know, in it. It's pretty nuts. He's yeah, it. he's in it. He's ready to go. Justin Thomas, he's at one shot, you know, under one under, excuse me, tied for seventh. We have two guys tied for the lead at three under Luke List and Jamie Lovemark. I did not want to put them in there because I didn't know who they were. Um, Speaking of great last names, Lovemark. Lovemark's kind of nice. Is that not a for a golf name? For a, just a last name, Lovemark. Are you kidding Lovemark? me? Lovemark. But I, I like to have that I last love name. last names that fit sports. Sure. Like Johnny Bench in baseball. Yes. I heard, small tangent, we'll get right back to golf. I heard that someone, this won't be a very good story, but someone in the NFL currently is is in process of getting their doctorate. Like their like a medical doctor degree, so he's oh, going to be an MD. I heard about this. He, he plays for the Chiefs. He's a he, lineman for the Chiefs. Exactly, and now from because, Canada, and because yeah. you can have all those suffix, suffixes, they're he, they're bringing up like, well, why can't he do you know his his last name MD? How cool would that be to see that an MD so on sick. the back of your jersey? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not only an NFL player, I'm a motherfucking doctor. I'm man. a doctor. I'm a as doctor. Well. Yeah. I'm a doctor who could beat the shit out of any of my patients. And then revive them. And then, <laughs> and then bring you back to life. Yeah. That is like the personification of I gave you life and I can take it away. <laughs> I can take it away. I can take it away <laughs> and then give it back to you whatever I want. <laughs> that's impressive stuff That is in, that in is my mind. Wild. I think that's very impressive. I had to get that out there. Yeah. Sorry. But it's like uh, Whitner, the safety. Whitner, he changed his name to Hitner. Took off the, he took off the W. Oh. Yeah, that, that's a great lesson. I like Love, that. Mark, Love Mark works as well. Yeah. But those are the people that's kind of like the leaderboard of big names. All week I have been thinking, I heard Tiger started playing even when he played at Torrey Pines, and I got super into it. And then I couldn't wait till he played the Genesis Open. And then when he w- missed the cut, I just stopped watching. And I could not wait until this week for him to play at the Honda Classic. And now he makes a cut, and I'm ready to watch this weekend. And so th- this whole time I'm thinking, like, what is it about Tiger that makes him so popular? Why can't anyone kind of take his mantle uh, uh, atop golf as the most popular athlete like he just drives the sport so totally. Why is it? I th- I think it's that he's a he's a polarizing character. Mm-hmm. LeBron James polarizing. You know, Steph's not as big as LeBron because sure. I mean everyone loves Steph. He's yeah. a he's a great guy. But LeBron's in your face politically, blah blah, athletically, blah blah. Like he's a polarizing guy. People love him. People hate him. But even the people that hate Tiger and love Tiger, they're going to watch him. People watch him that hate him because, you know, I hope he falls, you know, like falls down the leaderboard, never comes back. Or the guys that are rooting for Tiger to come back. It's been too long, Tiger. You know, love love seeing you here, blah, blah, blah. He's a polarizing character and that grabs so many more people's attention out there. Yeah. I just think... It draws everybody, but I... Yeah, it's just... It's kind of baffling. It's... You usually understand exactly why somebody drives. I mean, he when he played at Torrey Pines, he drove the viewership up 38% by himself. One person. One person. 38%. Yeah. I mean, you have people playing golf just because Tiger Woods plays golf. In golf, he is bigger than Jordan was. Oh, in, yeah. You know, just in golf. Because he he is the sport of golf. And for me, I mean, that's definitely a reason that, you know, your reasoning is it works but I think it's more than that, and I can't really – I don't think you can pinpoint it exactly. Mm-hmm. He just – he has this pull on people, whether it's his polarity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, nice word. Thank you. 
<laughs> Big words. Big Bold words. nonsense. Whether it's that polarity or whether it's like the common common man kind of nature of him, you know, he didn't grow up like super rich or anything mm-hmm. or if, if it's the fact that he's a minority, mm-hmm. things like this. But I, I don't know. I Why isn't Rory that big? Why isn't yeah. Jason Day that big? Yep. They're they're kind of polarizing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, it, it's all about Tiger. There's yeah. no one else who can really drive the sport except for him. And I just really can't put my pinpoint, you know, put my finger on, on why. So the senseless, if you've got if you've got a theory on it, again, interact with us. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your ideas. And we want to uh, tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah. Just I, like we want you to tell us if we're right or wrong. I want to wake up and have my DMs blowing up. Yeah. You can email us, boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter at uh, bold underscore nonsense. Or you can hit us up on, on Instagram with bold dot nonsense. So any of those, just come at us. Come at us. Come, come to the studio. Roll through the cabin. At us. But that's some that's golf talk. And it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's kind of what we got for today. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's set it up. We don't have any fact check roundup. You know, so I no, feel like we're no airtight with our facts. We didn't need yeah. to be checked. Why do we need to be checked if we're always yeah. right? Yeah. Who's here to check? Yeah. Well, no one checks. We the really checker. only do fact check roundup for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep him honest. <laughs> Got to keep him honest. <laughs> and then he riles me up, and that makes me a rock. <laughs> That's what happens. I want to preview next week. Going on next week, we have the Combine, the NFL Combine. Ooh. March 2nd through the 5th, everybody starts working out, trying to raise or, or hopefully not lower their stock. Big boys in tight clothes. For the <laughs> That's pretty true. Love it. That's pretty true. Uh, I've heard it called the Underwear Olympics before. Yeah, very accurate. Very accurate. Accurate. I don't like to think about it like that because I love to watch it. (laughs) You know, things get weird at that point. Of course you do. But anyway, next week we're going to have on the Bold Nonsense Podcast our NFL Draft Special. We want to give you our our top five for the positions, our big board. We're going to McShane Kuyper it up. (laughs) Anyway, next week Draft Special should be so much fun. And this is big. People, you are going to love this. Next Friday, and we're going to tweet out eventually once we get it organized for ourselves, we are going to Periscope. So make sure you're in on, on Periscope or on Twitter. Live. We are going to join in the Run Rich Run 40-yard dash. If you've oh. ever heard of this, this is Rich Eisen. He runs the 40-yard dash every year, and it helps out with Children's, children's <laughs> Hospital. It donates to them. So we're going to donate a little bit. Yeah. But we're also, we just want to run the 40 and show you guys our athleticism. I'm trying to get a job. And show our support for, you know, the children in the hospital. So check the Twitter. Check the Instagram. We're going to be out there. We're going to Periscope, but it's going to be live. It'll be super fun. Like, if you want to laugh, it's going to be hilarious. Yes. Because, you know, I just know me. This isn't going to look good. This is going to be pretty poor. I'm going to be training. I'm going to be training... All this oh, week just, train. just to beat you and, and St. Bales. That ain't happening. I'm training. I am coming off, you know, coming off a little bit of a sickness I got from the nieces and oh, nephews. Here, here we go. So just here in case I go. lose next Friday, that's why. You got, you got a week. If I win, it's going to be very heroic. I have uh, overcame oh all of this sickness. Anyway, run, Rich, run next week. <laughs> NFL draft special on the same day. Should be unbelievably fun. But this is what we want to get into. Some go fund us. Go fund us. Go fund us. You can find that. It's gofundme.com slash 
Senseless in Texas. One word. And why would we want to do it? Well, we want to go to Texas. That's why yeah. it's senseless in Texas. Yeah. We're senseless people. We want to go to Texas for Get the more NFL senseless. draft. And for the <laughs> NFL draft, this is the kind of things you can expect. We're going to periscope a lot, bring you live coverage, you know, live, live tweet stuff. We want to do live coverage on Periscope. Obviously, we can't do a live podcast. That doesn't yeah. work. No. But, uh, we're too we, raw for that. But every day, <laughs> so usually, <laughs> we're too raw. Every day, we do a podcast recapping the rounds that we just went through and kind of comparing it to our board. So just bring you a whole bunch of NFL draft stuff. If you love the NFL draft, if you want to hear from us more, GoFundMe.com slash Senseless in Texas. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Anything helps. We appreciate everything. And if it's not for that, if we don't make it to Texas, then all of that money will be put right back into the podcast, right back to you guys to improve what we're doing here. Yeah. No, it's it's. I'm very excited if you guys have anything, if we make it down there to Texas, when we make it down there to Texas. We want to tailor this that show that week to you so you reach out to us you let us know what you want to see from texas and and we'll cater these these podcasts to you give yeah. give the give the senseless what, what they need give what, them their well, feed feed them that bold nonsense yes again one last time on twitter you can find us bold underscore nonsense on instagram bold dot nonsense if you're inclined to email you know if you want to be professional all about the grandmothers <laughs> bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com that's where you can find us. We're just a couple of guys who, who want to interact with, with anybody who listens to us. <laughs> the, if, you guys, if you guys interact with us, we want to interact back. And we want to have a good time with it. Start conversations. Yeah. So, so that's where you can find us. We, we would love to hear from you. Yes. Again, we record on Friday nights. You can expect the podcast on Saturday. Wake up with us. Hopefully in the morning, yeah. Start uh, start your weekend off with some bold nonsense. Wake up with some nonsense. We miss our guy. It's it's at we wish Saint Bales. Bales. We wish Bales was here. At Saint Bales. You know, he's kinda he's kind of the wild card of the show. We wish he was here. But yeah, he's off he's off doing some relationship stuff which we we enjoy, we're happy for. Yeah. I am at Walsh Disney. And I'm at Still Smooth. This has been the Bold Nonsense Podcast, and we love this. Yes. We hope you love it. We love you. If you love it, love us. <laughs> okay? Much love. Cheers from Bale. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.